Morning Church, I'm glad that you are able to join us this morning in our online service. I pray that wherever you are, God will speak to you and He will minister to you. We thank God that God is always with us and we thank God that we don't have to enter into our future blindly because He is with us. You know, this morning, before we get into the Word of God, let us pray. I want to invite you to close your eyes and bow your heads as we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this morning. Lord, we thank you that you are our future, you are our hope. Lord, we pray, O God, let your word be a light onto our path. Lord, we pray, O God, that in Jesus' name, your word will speak to us. Your word will bring an encouragement to each and every one of us. Father, we pray that even this season, that we're going to grow stronger. We're going to be, Lord, even purer. And also, Father, at the same time, O God, that we will understand your will and your purposes more and more. Lord, we thank you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. You know, friends, last week, if you have joined us, I talk about the uncertainties of life. And we thank God that we have Jesus Christ as our hope and our future. This morning, I want to continue to encourage us. Let us set our eyes on Jesus because He's the author and perfecter of our faith. You know, in every season, God wants us to grow. God wants us to be impactful. No matter what season we face, God has His purpose in store for us. And that purpose is not going to be moved just because of circumstances around us. You know, and we, we know that Jesus taught us to pray through the Lord's Prayer, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So whatever that's happening in our lives, let us be assured that it is something that's been orchestrated in heaven. It is not influenced by an earthly manner or earthly matter, but it is what has been established in heaven first and foremost. So with that, we can say, that we have a God who is leading us and guiding us into a great future ahead of us. Amen? Friends, God is not limited by circumstances. God is not limited by the conditions that we are in. Our God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ever ask or imagine. So don't let circumstances stop the work of God in our lives. Friends, every new day will come with a new challenge. A new day doesn't mean a new comfort. A new day can be a new challenge. That's why we cannot afford to rely on yesterday's anointing for today's work. Friends, we can't always be looking back and hope that things is going to be back to normal as we've been used to. I want to say this, the new norm should never be limiting in the kingdom of God. Friends, I believe in this time, that we are in, God is preparing us for every eventuality that will take place. God often works in times that does not coincide with our schedules. COVID-19 is not in our schedule, but it is not out of the knowledge of God. I believe that God wants to bring a shift in our lives in these times. What we face now should not stop us from being part of God's purpose. We need to be more and more sensitive to know what God is doing and how we can be actively part of it. If we become passive, what we are losing is time. And time is the most expensive commodity that we can never buy or reclaim back. So friends, for such a time as this, God has placed us here on this earth. I believe God has a purpose that is going to bring forth through you 
and through me. Friends, passivity is not going to get us anywhere. We need to be actively pursuing God in this time. Friends, I'm not asking us to be reckless, but we need to be relentless in the plans of God. Don't let the time, the time that we are in right now to just pass by because I believe that it is an opportunity that God has given to His people. Paul in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, he says that not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on. Everybody say press on. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Friends, this is a time we need to keep pressing on. The future requires us to press on as a church. Together as a church, we're going to experience God in a whole new manner. Pressing on is not about having a smooth, easy and comfortable life. It is about the plans and the purposes of God. You know, I've been saying this time and time again, the plans and the purposes of God, the plans and the purposes of God. Because God is doing something in our time and we need to open our eyes to see it. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 to 33, I, w- I want to talk to you about this incident that have taken place. It was, it, it was a setting of a storm. And you know, this, this was the account. If, if you have read this before, and I, I believe that you've you known this, that you know this, that after Jesus and the disciples fed the 5,000, Jesus sent the disciples ahead of, of Him on the sea, and Jesus went up the mountain to pray. So the, as the disciples were in the middle of the sea, and you know, in the night, what happened was that there was a great storm that took place, and they were fighting for their lives. And then Jesus came walking on water. And of course, this account, one of the greatest things that have taken place was that Peter got out of the boat, and he started walking on water just only a few steps. But this whole entire account teaches us something about a shift. Everybody said shift. A shift doesn't come in the most comfortable or expected setting. When the waves and the wind press against us, it can be an opportunity for God to take us to a whole new level. Stepping out does not require a perfect setting. So a lot of times we think that everything must be in place before we step out. Friends, I tell you what, this is the account it teaches us that Peter stepped out in the midst of a storm. Getting out of, out of the boat is about getting closer to God. So when Peter got out of the boat, he was not running away from the storm. He was walking toward Jesus. So Peter wanted to walk to Jesus. The direction was Jesus. So no matter what storms that we are in, friends, our prayer, our desire should never be to escape the storm, but to walk closer to Jesus. Peter was not trying to, away, not trying to run away from the storm. He was walking toward Jesus. Friends, faith doesn't always calm the raging seas or stop the wind and the waves in our lives. Faith gets us walking on stormy waters. Faith keeps us walking. We need that revelation in our lives, especially in this time. And revelation does not necessarily always agree with our environment. If we want 
everyone to agree with us, then just stay in the boat. But Peter, he took a step out of the boat. Peter, he defied logic in action. Come on, walking on water, it does not make sense. And the timing was terrible. It was in the midst of a storm. But what happened was this, a small step in the supernatural can be a big leap in the natural. Even that few steps on the sea, it goes further than thousands of miles on land. So friends, this storm that we are in right now could be an opportunity for us to take that step, that supernatural step. And what it will do is this, that this supernatural step will cause a tremendous ripple effect in the natural. Of course, we all know that Peter did not manage to walk on water all the way. But there's no one else apart from Jesus and Peter that have walked on water. Friends, we may be thinking that, oh, Peter, he began to sink. When, you know, when he, after he walked a few steps, but I tell you what, that few steps is an experience, a whole new level of experience for Peter in his entire life. Friends, this may be an opportunity for us to walk on water. There are a few things we can learn from this account. I want to share with you three things. Number one, in life, we will be buffeted by disillusionment. One moment could be the best time in our lives and the next moment can be the worst. Mind you, the disciples just, not even 24 hours before this, they had an amazing ministry time. They fed the 5,000. They saw the miracle of God happening right before their eyes. And not before even the break of dawn, they were fighting for their lives. 2019 could be the best year. In fact, a year of breakthrough for you. And then suddenly, 2020 came. And it was your worst year. But I tell you what, friends, it doesn't matter how good 2019 is or how challenging 2020 is for you because we have a God who has a great future for us. Friends, I want to tell you, experience sometimes may not be enough. These disciples, most of them, they were fishermen all their lives. But their experience couldn't help them to weather through the storm. They needed a revelation of who Jesus is in their lives, in that storm. Maybe that is what God is talking to us, is speaking to us this, today. That we need a revelation of who He is in these times that we are in. Friends, I want to say this. It's okay to feel disappointed, but it's not okay to remain disappointed. Disappointment can cause us to see things that are not what they are. This whole account tells us that when Jesus was walking on water in the middle of the night, the disciples thought Jesus was a ghost. They cried out, It's a ghost! 
You see, friends, don't be so easily influenced visually. Don't let our eyes play tricks on us. I can tell you this. In the midst of the storm, we can't see clearly because there will be the wind and the waves and even the rain, the storm. It can be very confusing. But in times like this, if we can't see right, we got to hear right. We must hear right. Peter immediately recognized Jesus' voice. When Jesus said, do not be afraid, it is I. Peter immediately responded and said, if it is you, Lord, let me come to you. And Jesus said, come. Peter got out of the boat and he walked on water. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 tells us, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We need to hear God's voice. We need to hear his word for our time. Peter heard the voice of Jesus in the midst of the storm. Friends, when we are disillusioned, we must tune our ears to hear properly. Because just one word from God can change an entire situation. What is God speaking to you today? What is the voice of God saying to you today? So friends, let us hear right. Secondly, in life, we will be tempted by distractions. The moment Peter began to look at his surroundings, he began to sink. Distractions in life are very tempting. It draws us our focus away from God. When our eyes are preoccupied with what we see, we often don't think rationally or hear properly. You know, in COVID-19, the problem is when you see people panic buying, we also start to buy more. I believe that some of you, if you look at your pantry, you still have canned food since the beginning of MCO. Friends, we have to learn to set our eyes on Jesus always. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, the Amplified Bible says this, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing His deity, His authority, and completion of His work. We need to focus on Jesus. So first, we need to hear. In a storm like this, we need to be hearing. After we hear, we must open our eyes to see. Focus on Jesus. You know what happened? Peter saw close up what Jesus could do on a stormy sea. Friends, coming the sea is not the end goal. Walking on water is. Therefore, we should stop asking Jesus to take away this or take away that. 
Instead, we ought to ask Jesus to show us how to face the challenges in our lives. Because one storm passes, another storm will come. But if we learn to walk on stormy sea, no matter what storms come, we will still walk on stormy seas. Friends, what we ask will set us up for a shift in our lives. Don't ask what is common because common doesn't produce spectacular. Friends, hearing, seeing, and then thirdly, in life, we will always face doubt. Doubt will always be a challenge. But to overcome doubt, we must get involved with what God is doing. James chapter 1 verse 22 to 24 says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourselves, you see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. Friends, action is important. We hear, we see, we must take action. What does God want us to do today? What does God want you to do today? Peter walked on water because he had the desire to do something out of the ordinary. That was an action. He, he did something. He took action in a very extraordinary situation. His action led to an unthinkable action but it led him to an unimaginable experience. Friends, when we are in doubt, we need to just do it. We need to take action. We cannot just wait and see. We must hear, see, and take action. First hear, then see, and then action. Amen? We can't expect God to bring a fresh word or a fresh move when we keep wanting to see and do the same things over and over again. A fresh word came to Peter because he asked Jesus. He asked Jesus, if it is you, I'll come to you on a stormy sea. Walking on water does not make sense. But we can't depend on the natural and expect the supernatural. Friends, in the boat, there were also the other 11 disciples apart from Peter. But these 11 disciples, they were probably curious to see what will happen to Peter. This is what we usually do in our lives. We often want to see what other people do first. But Peter was the only one on that very night walked on a stormy sea, even if it was a few steps. Peter walked on water. The other 11 disciples, they only saw what happened. But they did not have the experience of walking on water. 
Yes, after Jesus came into the boat, the storm ceased. Jesus also calmed the storm in the other event where Jesus was sleeping in a boat and the storm came and they woke Jesus up and Jesus stood and then he calmed the, the sea, the storm. Friends, calming the storm, calming the sea was actually not something new. But out of the 12 disciples, Peter had an experience that none of the 11 others had. We can't be trailblazers. We can't be pioneers if we just wait and see. This might be the time for you and I to trailblaze something for the kingdom of God. To be pioneers for the kingdom of God. We can't follow Jesus and play it safe. We are not safe to play safe. We can't walk on water and stay in the boat at the same time. Stepping out of the boat is not stepping into a calm sea. We walk on water in the middle of a stormy sea, not in a calm sea. Friends, I pray that our prayer would not be, God, take COVID-19 away, but our prayer would be, God, show us, even in the midst of this, how are we able to be like Peter, just a word from you, we will step out and walk on these stormy times of our lives. So friends, I want to encourage you, don't let our boats, don't let the stormy weather stop us from a God shift in our lives. God is bringing His people to a whole new level. Friends, this might not be an ideal situation. This might not be an ideal setting for a shift. But I can tell you this, it's not the perfect setting that's going to get us to a whole new level with God. Oftentimes, it is a setting that's against us that will bring a God shift in our lives. So I want to encourage you, don't lose heart. Because God is doing something powerful. You've got to tell yourself that. God is doing something powerful in my life. Say to yourself, God is doing something powerful in my life. Yes, times is difficult. Times are difficult. It's stormy. The waves are not for our advantage. But we have a God who walk on water. A God who could even calm the stormy sea. And this is a God who wants us to be part of His plan. Friends, when Jesus sent the disciples to go to the other side, Jesus did not intend for them to stay in the middle of the sea, whether it's stormy or calm. 
because the destination was to the other side. God is committed to bring us to the fulfillment of His will and His purpose. We are not to stop in the middle of the storm. We are not to stop in the middle of a calm sea. We need to keep walking on. Faith is not to have a good life, a comfortable life, removing of storms, calming seas, but faith keeps us walking no matter what. So friends, we need to look to Jesus. Don't let disillusionment, don't let distractions, don't let doubt cause you and I to miss out on what God is actually doing in our midst. So be encouraged. God is not done yet with us. There's so much more that's going to take place and we will be a step closer to the destiny that He has for us. So I pray that God be with you and He will encourage you and strengthen you and help you to hear, to see and to do something about it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray together. Holy Spirit, we pray that in this time, Lord, that we will not be passive, but we will be actively pursuing You. Lord, we pray that we will not choose the easy way out, crying out to You to remove the storm, but teach us to walk on stormy seas. Lord, You are bringing us to a whole new level, a shift in our lives. Lord, we pray that none of us will miss out, but we will be able to see You working in and through our lives. Thank You, Lord, that You're going to bring us to the destination that You have for us. Whether it's a stormy sea or a calm sea, Lord, we are meant to keep on going. So Lord, we thank You be with us, encourage our hearts, encourage our spirit. Lord, we pray, may your love, your grace be with us, your fellowship to always surround us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you and may God be with you. Amen. This sermon has been brought to you by Harvest Generation Church. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged.